Welcome to the Builders Podcast, episode 158, AJ Saunders, easing into it, how to successfully transition your business to e-commerce. Before we jump into this episode, please subscribe to this podcast, hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube, and after a listen, please give us a thumbs up, like, and share if we've earned it. With your help, we can reach more people and deliver these valuable from the trenches lessons to those that need it. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another The Builders. Today, we are joined again by AJ Saunders. Welcome back to the show, AJ. Thank you, Matt, for having me again. This is our fourth our fourth time talking, isn't it? Fourth. And I have the numbers here. We got episode uh, we had episode 82, then 87. Sure. You did a quick around. Like next month, you were back we here. Did, and then yeah. uh, 118. And now this will be, I don't know, we're in the 150 somewhere. Uh, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. It's amazing. We've had some incredible conversations and we've become really good friends. And um, absolutely. We got always got a lot of things we can talk about. We've got a few ideas going into this one, but mostly we're going to wing it today. And uh, you will know because by the time anyone hears this, they'll already know what the description and the title of the show is going to be. I don't know what it's going to be. No, no. We'll, we'll figure that out later. Does it matter? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> and, and if you notice, I'm wearing a nicer shirt today because um, our friend here is so posh and, and um, you know, proper. I've I got to match that. You know, I want to look good, too, over here. Did, did you even put the Rolex? I don't have the Rolex. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Gucci watch somewhere from like 20 okay. years ago. Right? right, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wear watches anymore. <laughs> it was when I was trying to look rich like 20 years right. ago. Right, right. Um, <laughs> I always wanted a Gucci watch and I got one and now I know I don't even wear it. It's like in a box somewhere. Did, did, I, did I ever tell you the story about the, the 30,000 pound watch that I tried on? No, no. Can, can I quickly tell it? Yeah, quickly tell it. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm a bit of a watch nut, right? So I've got a very, very nice Swiss watch myself. Um, but I, I went to visit some friends in 2022, so a year and a half ago, right? In Scotland. And we walked past this jeweler's and they had this this watch brand that I was like, I've only ever seen online, so let's go in and let's have a look. Not really thinking about like what the pricing will be. I thought it would be like a couple of grand. The guy gets out this most amazing watch puts it down and the tag says thirty two and a half thousand pounds. Whoa. And he was like, Would you like to try it on, sir? And I was like, absolutely. So yeah, so I sat in this watch shop trying on a very, very expensive watch. How did it feel? <laughs> was it uh, feel good? Do you know what? It, it, it felt amazing. <laughs> and then and then last year I went to Monaco, which we'll we'll probably end up talking about anyway, because that's the plan. Um <laughs> I went to two watch boutiques in Monaco and I tried on Roughly about the same kind of value. I was wearing my nice watch, and everyone was like, "Yeah, your your watch is better than the ones that are trying to flog you." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> I, I don't have the heart to say it's worth the tenth of the price of what you're trying to flog me here." But <laughs> anyway, anyway, nice. Yeah, I remember. I like, remember that you're you're a watch guy. You like watches. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a car guy too. You have like I see you posting Bentleys and stuff on your indeed, your indeed Instagram. Yeah. Indeed, I need the best. Right. I need the best cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah so anyway, so <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, so you are, um, so you are 
to kind of remind people or, you know, people can go back to the, you know, especially the first episode, we probably talk more about your story and what you do and all that stuff. Sure. Um, and so definitely encourage everybody to go back to those episodes. But uh, maybe a quick recap of, you know, kind of, of what you do. What what do you do in the world of business and uh, and helping people? Sure, sure. So I run a strategy-first e-commerce marketing agency. So what that means is I work with people who are who are vision-driven, have a have a central goal that they're trying to reach, and then we figure out how we can reach that goal using marketing, using business development, using partnerships, using all the experience and all the knowledge that I have. And, you know, by understanding what we can do for, you know, for them. So I talk about marketing a lot, but actually it really is business development. And yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm really, really passionate like you are. And I, I, I know this is where we have some commonality. I'm really passionate about helping people realize their, their goals and ideas and do it in a profitable, and meaningful way that doesn't drive them insane. <laughs> Uh, not to, so it doesn't drive them insane. That's good. Yes. I like that. That kind of aligns with what I try to do. I try to I like I try to kind of my biggest part part of my messaging is to alleviate stress. Stress, indeed. Yeah. indeed. We'll we'll take off. We'll offload that stress. Yeah. We'll take care of yeah. all that, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. No. Great. Yes. So, and you're you're focused on your you had a does a. I don't know, year and a half, two years ago, you kind of were trying to find your way yet. And, and yeah. then you kind of yeah. started, you realized that you really need to focus more on the e-commerce client, right? Absolutely. <clears throat> and and how's that been going for you? How are things been doing? Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, I've had some really, really amazing opportunities. So in the, the last year, I taken on some, some private clients of my own. I've worked on some other, other clients clients that makes sense um in terms of ecom i've done some consulting i've done some consulting at a very high level so about four or five months ago i think it was i you know i was in the room with well virtually with somebody that you know sells beads you know the the, the small plastic things right mm-hmm. and i think she's doing probably two or three mil in turnover selling beads? and yeah i was just called, called in to, to do that to, yeah i know it's a Wow, I, I was going to, to consult on that, so that that was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, and that that whole that whole experience was great because it reminded me of my favorite book, which is the E Myth. I think we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. And in the E Myth, it, it it compounds the or expounds the the idea that person businesses do better because they're logically led; they're not emotionally led. And this particular woman at halfway through the call says, well, you know, I'm at the point of putting the printer close to the table, the table close to the door, the stock close to the door, and fire everybody. And my advice was, like, go read the email because you'll understand why that's a really, really terrible idea. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, if you don't have processes, you don't have expectations, you're not, you know, trying to mentor people and, and educate people, you're building a world of hurt for yourself. And so, yes, yeah, so that, 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 that was a super fun gig to do. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm passionate about like what, what I probably call like traditional e-commerce. So, you know, you, you people send physical products, um, whether that's Shopify, WooCommerce, Amazon, eBay, whatever. 
but I'm also really, really passionate about what I'm calling e-commerce third wave, which is really helping small businesses understand what the power of e-commerce is. And so for me, like, you know, um, you imagine having a boiler check done, or you imagine having a new radiator put in, or one of these basic, basic, simple jobs that you don't need to quote for, you can just turn up and say, well, it's going to cost you, you know, radiator's going to cost you 200 bucks, it's going to cost me 100 bucks in labour, it's 300 bucks. And then you imagine having to phone that, for that plumber and you, you never get through or the, you don't leave a message and they never get back to you or, you know, it's potluck, right? You imagine you could go onto the website and they have, like, a Shopify element to their website or they have, like, a WooCommerce element and you can actually, well, you can actually book all of that stuff up in advance and pay for it in advance. So when, you know, so you have a slot, when a person turns up, it's all paid for, it's all done, everybody knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they're just using e-commerce in the way that I believe it was meant. You know, so that that's one, one great example. Another example is, so about nine months ago, I talked to a guy who sells health and safety training. And he's still doing 95% of his business over the phone. Wow. And for me, that's that's such a waste because I bet you he has clients that he could he could capture who would be ordering at 2 o'clock in the morning when they're thinking, oh, crap, I've got to put health and safety training for two months time let's go online and let's see how i can do that yeah whereas he can have an e-commerce solution element to the website that just lists the four basic packages lists all the customizational options with a price guide and then you know it then converts it into a quote you know somebody from the office a couple of days later confirm that client and say hey i've got this quote in you know can i just i've got 20 questions to ask you can i just go through that out of the 20 questions if it makes sense, we can book you in. If it doesn't make sense, I probably have a recommendation of who we who you should go talk to. And so that's what I'm really passionate about is trying to get small businesses to understand you can productize your service offering in a way that makes it easy for the customer to buy and for you to 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 e-tell what you're doing. So so productizing services. So you have services and you can uh, basically package those services up so you can easily sell them on yeah, a website yeah. or whatever. Yeah. One of the things, it's, it's interesting because I, I just wonder, it's always hard to tell how common something is, but if you're running into it, I'm running into it, it's probably relatively common that there's a lot of businesses out there still who don't have an understanding of what e-commerce can do for them or a yes. website can do for them, and they're still doing things the old-fashioned way, um, and and maybe they like doing things the old-fashioned way. Some yeah. people just don't yeah. like to change. Yeah. Like, well, it's working for us. It's fine. We're we're doing okay, but but there's a lot of reasons you want, you can do it. It might save you you know the time you're spending. It could it could save you time, energy. Yeah. You can automate some things. Uh, you can make it easier and a better experience for your cl- customers or whatever. I, I when you mentioned that, I, I actually this past year have been working on some projects for manufacturer. And right. this manufacturer has been around for since the early 1900s. I mean, like 1920s, 1930s, or something like that. They became a business, and they've been doing, they've been manufacturing um, their products the same way pretty much all right. those years. Right. And everything is has been done up until this past year. Everything's been done kind of manually over the phone 
written invoices. Yeah. Everything is just, it's wild. And I actually went to the manufacturing plant. It's actually relatively local to us here. Sure. Um, and um, and was, took a tour and all this. It's just, it's it's a large business. They do really well. They're well known. And, um, but they still do everything the old fashioned way. And, and, but there is an initiative within there that they do know they should probably find themselves at least get a little further into the 19th, you know, 20th century. Something, um, but you know, it, it so the, and, and here's the, what I, the point I really wanted to make here. Cause we're, you were talking about how, you know, you can start to get things, start to do things on a website. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't mean that overnight you need to all of a sudden be selling stuff, everything online, you know, or sending all your business online. Yeah. Like yeah. with, with my example, it's good. It's being done in phases. So yeah. we're, um, the first phase was just to build the store. Sure. And, and sometimes, and I've seen examples of this too, where you don't even sell stuff there yet. You're just giving information about the products yeah, or service yeah, or whatever yeah. you're doing. But then the next step is, okay, let's let's start testing it. Yeah. You're still doing it the old-fashioned way. You still got yeah. those those long, they have long-term relationships with people. And yeah. um, they're still doing that, but they can slowly but surely test the waters. Let's yeah. try this product line. Let's do, you know, and and... And now they got something. Now they can build on that. And and because they didn't know, because several times um, the client was like, you know, we don't even know if people will use this. You know, we got to figure it out before we do all this other stuff. Let's figure out if people will even use it or how we'll change our processes. Because that's a hard thing, especially if it's an yeah. established business like that, right? And uh, and we're also building a customer portal for them, and we're doing some other things, but it's kind of moving them in that direction slowly. Like we're first doing this tool, and then we're doing we're creating an estimating tool for them. We're yeah, it's like slowly. Is yeah. that kind of that kind of I mean, that sounds like kind of what you yeah your experience here? A hundred percent, and I think a lot of people think they need to be up and running day one. It all needs to be singing, all dancing, and everything needs to be up there. Whereas I would actually say, say you have a service-based business, you know, and you can launch an e-commerce solution over a weekend with a single product, and you can just test that. That is far better. You know, we, we both know because we've been we've been in digital marketing now probably combined fifty years haven't we, between us. <laughs> Close enough. Um, probably. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Somewhere. Exactly. Oh, um, but we, we we both know you. you, you you iterate as you go and as you get more you don't you, you don't build out everything because if you build everything you're, you're compounding the risk that you're taking whereas you know at least if you say right we're going to do this little small piece over here first see how that goes see what the feedback is and then we've only wasted say a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars versus a twenty thousand dollar project where nobody wants that at the end of it anyway you know at least if you win mm -hmm. the, the, the two grand version and you get no interest, and you just waste the two grand. As an, I'm, I'm a massive believer in starting small, starting. Can we actually get some sales out of this? Can we actually get something that is meaningful? Well, it's like it's like product. and then building. You're, yeah, you've you've heard of MVPs, you know, minimal viable products. You get something together. You get the, the basic infrastructure, you know, the yeah. basic 
uh, feature, some feature that you can put out there and start getting feedback as as soon as possible. I think we talk about stress and alleviating stress. And what did you say you wanted to uh, without um, people going insane? Going insane, insane in the membrane, insane in the membrane. Um, Sorry. so, so that's an OG reference, anyway. <laughs> the kids um, out there, yeah. Um, so the the stress, so it, it could be really stressful, and, and I'm sure. Yeah. So, like, like I've actually worked with larger companies where they do think like it's even hard not for them not to think about the whole project, like every detail of yeah. the project, and you're going to run into that, like. If you have a large organization, bureaucratic, you know, kind of <laughs> all these different departments, and they have to have every all their ducks in a row before they even like hit the right, pavement right, right. Right, and start yeah. building something. Yeah. Right. Um, and and that's that is going to be a, a thing, and it's, sometimes it's not you can't avoid it. But for the average small business, or for somebody that's you know just getting started, that's not. You know, you're not going to sit here for the next six months to a year trying to figure out your marketing and how you're going to do every little detail of your website and every do, you know, all your CTAs, your, you know, are are in order. And, and you know, you got your funnel built already. Yeah, you got yeah, your yeah. email follow ups all built. You have, yeah. you know, all these things that um, don't need to be in place day one. No. You figure out what you need, you get. You know, like what is the first thing we need, AJ? Like a website, a domain. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. And then you know, if you're on WordPress, get WooCommerce. So the gateway. If you're on Squarespace, they've got a, I think it's a one-click e-commerce. You know, um, econ add-on. I'm sure it works. Do as well, and all of the other, you know, functional platforms. You know, or. If you don't have a website and you're looking at doing more kind of e-commerce and something like you know Magento or Shopify or BigCommerce, they're all e-com platforms that you probably use as a website, but they'll take more customization and they'll take more effort to, to get to that point. I don't even know if you have to go that far. So you could just put a PayPal button somewhere. Right, right. Yeah, love it. Click this button. Click this button. You don't have to get too fancy. Give me your money. Yeah, but but it's about to give me your money. Yeah, give me your money. (laughs) Click this button. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean that's a beautiful thing though. Like especially WordPress. Um, I'm a WordPress fan because I do a lot of WordPress. Of course you are. Yeah. Not there's anything wrong with those other platforms, but but it's um, it's scalable. It scales with your business, and so you can start out really simple. If you do even do WooCommerce, you can start out with just PayPal. You can um, set up some basic features i mean yeah. there's things built into it if you need to care about shipping and taxes and all that stuff you, there's plugins that you yeah. install to do those things um and just keep it basic i mean the, the challenge for for like us as developers is like when you have an established business like this manufacturer or whatever where they have they have to have all these things yeah. day one yeah. and that's harder yeah. because then you're having to build custom features and all this other stuff. But the average person though, I think can just get in there and just yeah. get something going. Yeah. Um, yeah. So e-commerce. e-commerce. So what is, 
what is the so let's say somebody gets up a i guess this is where we're going today this is what the yeah this is it well we're going to talk about this networking a little bit too and stuff. Okay. I, I do Amazing. want to talk about that but cool. let's let's talk about this first because it's getting well, we, interesting we, we have three hours so it's fine we've got plenty of time <laughs> <laughs> uh no <laughs> we could try it we can try it yeah might have to take a break or two in between though yeah do that they must do that on the long shows yeah. Like just we gotta take a break, we gotta go to the bathroom, stop yeah. get a coffee, coffee, warm up the coffee. Yeah. 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 Uh so <laughs> So you have so and when you get that go so when you're helping somebody, let's let's throw this back to AJ here. Please. Uh so so somebody let's say you get talk somebody into getting that basic setup. Yeah. Get her going. What's the next thing you do for people? What do you what is their next priority uh besides you know just getting it set up so you talked a minute ago about minimal viable product mvp for years i've been talking about mvm minimal viable marketing ah right and what i mean by that is you're trying to do the bare minimum to see there's traction in that channel right because, you know, marketing strategy, and I've got deeper and deeper into marketing strategy, strategy is about, as you as you all know, because you're a clever guy, strategy is about, is, is equally about the things that you choose not to do than the things you choose to do. Yeah. And so with, with your marketing mix, you obviously can't be everywhere and everything. But what you can do is you can say, right, we're going to put 90% of our resources into SEO, which we can come back to in a second, or pay campaigns, but actually then we can spend the 10%, you know, the risk capital, you like, on doing M- MVM, your Facebooks, your, your Twitters, your things that may not move the needle, but you may try and make it get traction that you can reallocate into. Um, but by doing things, by being on, on, on a variety of platforms where your user might live, you then create what I call like a multi-stage Funnel, which is you're essentially following them around the internet legally. You can legally stalk somebody. You try it with, the, with you try it with the sandwich board. You know, somebody walks into your shop and you follow them around. You know, the next four streets of the sandwich board. The police will come and get you, but we can do that online <laughs> legally, <laughs> right? Um, right. And so for me, it's yeah, it, it is that. It's it's trying to figure out where where you allocate your time, effort, money, you know, majorly, and then what what you can do, you know, to just getting stuff started. Well, I say in terms of promotion, and this is why it works. This is why e-commerce I think works so well for established businesses. You probably have clients that are screaming out for you to make it easy for them to give you money. Because they don't want to have to phone you all the time. They don't have to want to pop into the office. They want to be able to do it when they're ready to, to buy. And so I bet you, if you if you have an established business with like, say, 50 to 100 customers, and you email them or you call them, and you say, hey, we've got this great, great new website. You can purchase our top three products through it. We'll be adding more product, products as, uh, you know, as the months go on and as we get more interest. Yeah, if you need a demo, call us and we'll, 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 you know, we'll, we'll send send somebody over to help you do it, right? So, I'm, I'm, 
I'm a massive fan of spending their money. Must be, must be British. Um, I'm a massive fan of spending their money, and I think you know you can do things like direct sales that can push people to the website. You can do things like emails. You can do things like social. You can do lots of very, very low costs, low effort that actually then drive your first 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 sales. And then from there, then you can start to think, right, is this working out? And if it is working out, you can then look at like Google AdWords, or you can look at Bing advertising, or you can look at running Facebook ads, or you can look at Reddit ads or whatever, wherever your market sits. And you can start to scale that way. Yeah. And all of that stuff is, is can be highly targeted in terms of what you're trying to do. So you can run Facebook ads just in your zip code or your postcode, right? And that can be a really, really great source of you actually getting awareness and you getting a good amount of traffic to the website where people can book, people can, can get educated on what you do and how you do it and why you do it versus have, them having to pick up the phone and you say, oh, well, all that information is on the website is out of date. And you're just like, great, cool. Thank we both experienced yeah. that, haven't we? By the way. Yeah. You find the business yeah. and they go, yeah, I've uh, done that since 1974. You're like, cool. <laughs> Fantastic. No, one of the things that, um, you know, it, it stands out from that <clears throat> is, I mean, first of all, you know, you, you don't have to, again, you don't have to nope. start out day one with this huge marketing plan and yeah. this allotted budget to do all this advertising. Um, you know, like when, you know, like for me and my agency, you know, when I started out, the first thing I did is just showed it from the rooftops, everybody I knew and reached out to people and just made it very, very obvious that this is what I was doing now. And I started getting referrals and, and uh, through that effort. And that was the 90% you talk about, like, I'm, yeah. this is my, this is my, where I'm getting my, my sales right now uh, in the beginning. Um, but then over time, you start trying different things. And um, you put a little effort towards that, a little effort towards that. Um, some things it doesn't, you know, not everything works that way though, right? Because there, there's certain things that you need. So I'll give you an example. So one of the things we try to do, um, or should I say I, but as an agency, I say we a lot. So we yeah, try yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. We try to do, uh, that's fine. Is we try to do direct, like out, cold outreach, direct email or you know sending emails out um and we do it by the hundreds uh, of email we have these little campaigns we did it like three times three different waves yeah. limited some you know definitely got some responses most said we don't need anything right now uh but that's but we do yeah. have a couple contacts we made from that those efforts but it's it's one of those efforts though i realized i was thought about doing it again this year we're not going to we're going to actually have a different focus this year or just double tripling down on what we're already doing, basically. Um, right. But one one of the things I realized, and I, I read, I just read a book um, by Alex Hormozzi. You probably heard of him. I've heard of him. Maybe he's out there. Uh, he's got a couple books. One is um, Hundred Million Dollar Leads, and he talks about different ways that he's driven traffic and he uses examples. And what I like about him, he uses real world examples, like how he did it and how yeah. he suggests the average person does it. But there's a certain thing, like with cold outreach and stuff, there's a certain, you can't just do a little bit because it's a numbers game. It's to really get the results and figure it out, you got to start thinking in, in numbers like tens of thousands. Yeah. 
you know? And um, so it's something that has to, you have to be built and have the ability to do that and invest that time or uh, invest in the team to do that or whatever. Um, so there's certain things you, you might not be able to do, yeah. Um, yeah. but there's a lot of things you can do. Yeah. But, but, but also I think there are certain things that we, you know, marketing that we, me and you can't do because of the nature of business that we're in. So, you know, I can't really run paid ads on Google, right? Because people go to Google and they type in, you know, e-commerce agency and they're looking for something that they can compare a quote to that they've already got. They're not hot, a hot lead, right? Yeah. Whereas I can, and you, you probably are the same, you probably can't advertise on Google or on Facebook what you're doing because people are thinking, well, they want cheap, they want cheerful, they want quick, which is not what you do. Yeah, now it's about, yeah, it's about because you're a professional, damn it. How um, cheap can we get it? How cheap can we get it? Um, but for me, I, I, you know, for for me, I can expend my, my time, effort, and willpower on talking to people like you who there's some synergy involved in what we can offer each other, but there's no competition. But there's also the the, the safety in. So, you know, I, you know, the, the classic example for me is you can develop an e-commerce website and say, well, I just, I just develop websites. I've got a partner who does the marketing. He's excellent. He has a background in e-commerce. You should go talk to him. Hey, actually, let me arrange a call and we'll, we'll get him in on that call, right? That should be a much easier sell than me having to go find that person cold and do all of that lovely stuff. Because they're already in trust that you're not going to screw them over. They're already in trust that you're going to bring in somebody that knows what they're doing. And that you're going to prep them ahead of time to know what that project is about. So when they, everyone shows up for that call, there's no, well, tell me about, tell me about your uncle Flo and what Flo's up to these days and you know, that kind of thing, right? <laughs> you don't have to do any of this. You just have to say, right, what, what, what do you need? Great, cool, we can do that. Fantastic. Right. Here's what it's going to cost and here's what it's going to look like. And so, and this, yeah. Please. Yeah, so this is a good. So I think we can. So we've established. So I'm, I'm guiding. I'm okay. doing this on the fly, so it's all <laughs> it's all coming together in my head. I see a roadmap for an actual episode here. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> so, so we have we've established, right? We're gonna miss some minimal viable. Get some up. Yeah, you know, you don't have to, you know, have everything mapped out. You don't have to have this big budget or anything day one, and all that, and and you can. You want to have a little bit to test different things, but you have your core thing that you're going to do and, and that you probably have decided is your best bet. Uh, maybe yeah. you're good at that market. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so you got that going on. So now let's kind of go into, like, you and I, like, we have, you're talking about, like, more, like, networking and things. And, and um, sure. like, for me, a huge part of my business, probably most of it, is... From referrals, from partners we have, agencies, yeah. other agencies we partner with, um, a bulk of our business comes from that. But it's just also this network of people that I've built over the years, even before I had the agency, people that have sent me business and yeah. um, good good contracts and stuff that have come out of that. That all comes from networking and getting to know people. And like you said, it's it's a beautiful thing in terms of when we get business is kind of already pre-qualified. It's already, it's already gone yeah. through this filter, yeah. right? Yeah, Somebody's yeah, yeah. not going to refer somebody to you if mm. they don't uh, have confidence that, you know, this is a quality yeah. 
person that they're hopeful, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. if, if not, maybe you unfriend that person. But um, <laughs> but it's interesting. Um, we don't have some stories about that, but anyway. We'll, uh, <laughs> that's, we, that, that's episode five. Okay, all right. <laughs> Perfect. We'll note that. <laughs> um, we'll, <laughs> but like, in, so we're, a, you know, just a real quick, what we're focused on, like in our agency or what I've determined we are, you know, we are our best at and what's working for us. It's the content, social media, um, this podcast, social media, and SEO is becoming a bigger thing for us. And it's just that kind of those are our our pillars, like what we're we're good at, right? Um, And that has worked for us because we can see it working. Um, But that underlying, that's all underlying the networking is on top or maybe that's on top of it. I don't know. It's like networking is on top of that. All that stuff we're doing is staying top of mind. We're connecting with people. We're following people. We're engaging. We're having conversations. We're all that stuff's happening. That's what's working for us. And I think you're kind of, now you just, before a podcast, no, let's, let's start with this story. So before, before the podcast, before we started recording, he was telling me he had his first real success and lead from LinkedIn. Okay. Tell us yeah. about that. So, for the last year, I've published probably three to six times a week on LinkedIn. And so, a lot of it's to do with marketing strategy for e-commerce. Some of it is to do with SEO, such as optimization. Um, some of it's to do with just trying to figure out how to talk better to my ICP, right? My ideal customer profile, right? And so I a lot of what I write, Matt is the only person that likes it. It's fine. I'm, you know, <laughs> 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 um, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding folks. I'm kidding folks. So what's one of the problems? Um, <laughs> There's at least a few more people. <laughs> yeah, Carrington, yeah, yeah. Carrington probably. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well. I still want her to like something on, on LinkedIn, but anyway, she likes she likes some stuff on Facebook. Um, <laughs> but it, it's a whole thing of I just try to regularly post about why why I feel people should should a know to have a quality conversation with me, b what other agencies are going to do to them that may they may feel that are disingenuous or they may feel that are shady tactics. So the other day I wrote about um, your, your next e-commerce marketing agency will lie to you and, and here's why and here's the one question you should ask which is a qualifying question which is what you, know, what you show me is that an outlier or is that the, the, the average result for your clients? Because I bet you 10 times out of 10 that's the outlier that's not the average. And by asking them to, to prove that they their average is lower you actually can level the playing field towards your, in your favour. So I'm, I'm writing those kind of things, and yeah, I had a discovery call this week where somebody said, oh, I've, been, I, I've been loving what you've been writing on LinkedIn, it's been really, really great, it hasn't been hyped, it hasn't been, been, you know, verbose or over the top, and I was like, that's cool, that's really, really cool. And so yeah, so I, I had nothing to do with this person before, uh, I don't even you know, know how they, they found me on LinkedIn, but I know that LinkedIn has works and works really, really well. Yeah, so... Um, and, and I'm excited for that because it's good. Thank it's you. good to hear yeah. real world examples when sure. somebody act, something actually works, and that's and hopefully that will continue if you continue doing what you're doing. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> that is it's funny, you know. I always think like 
you know, if somebody was, somebody, you know, followed Matt or something, um, and they see us doing the same thing for like three years, yeah. that thing's probably working. And yeah. that's why we've been doing social media for three years because it works. Yeah. Yeah. I have lots of, ex- I always get excited when my VA or whatever is, you know, she's like, Hey, so-and-so, you know, there's a message waiting for you on LinkedIn, um, this connection and, or we landed some business and it, you can track it back track to it this. Back. Yeah. They yeah. met us, you know, they saw our stuff on LinkedIn yeah. and, yeah. and that, and, it, and and here's the the beautiful thing though, we're not Gary V's. We're not. No. Um, we don't have thousands and thousands of people engaging with our no. posts. Absolutely and, not. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting up there. I I get excited sure, when sure, I get over sure. 10, 10 yeah, like, yeah, likes. Yeah, That's like yeah yeah yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Um, well, what, but it doesn't. I, you I, don't I, have to be. Go ahead. I just say I I, I get super super excited when I break the five hundred impression mark. Because yeah. that's a rarity, right? I'm I'm at three hundred, four hundred, you know, and I'm like, holy crap, we got we got five hundred twenty today. I'm like, I can go home. <laughs> and what's awesome is you try to learn from it, and you're like, let's do that again. And then, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not as easy. But but here here's the thing. Okay, so this is number one, you don't have to be, you don't have to. Uh, see that engagement yeah. and, and be, feel good about. Well, it feels good to get likes. Well, of course, that doesn't mean no one's seeing that, and no one's gonna, you know. Um, and and the other thing though too, what I'm hearing you, and it's the same for us, is that you have a plan. You have some yeah. kind of structure. There's there's a there's a messaging behind what you're doing and an idea of what you want to post and why you're posting it. Right. Can I expand on that just slightly? Give people some useful, useful tips. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And so it obviously has to be relevant to what you do and what your, you know, your ideal audience is. That's who you're speaking to. Like, who's your ideal? And not everyone following you is going to be your ideal audience, but, but you want to segment them. This is who I actually want to be. Like for me, maybe it's at other agencies. Yeah. That's why we talk a lot about agency related stuff or somebody that WordPress talk yeah. about wordpress a little bit yeah uh we want people to watch our podcast so we post yeah. about the podcast a lot um yeah so so you got a plan you know you and you're doing it you and, and also the other thing i hear from you is the consistency yeah you're to posting what do you say three times a, a week yeah most of the time yeah mondays Wednesdays, and fridays or mondays Wednesdays, and thursdays imagine if you made that three times a day Right. That's what we do. <laughs> we talk, <laughs> we talk, um, right, 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 right. But that's just, okay, you, you got a result, right? And this is what yeah. you were talking about earlier, right? You're testing the waters. You got a yeah. result. And now, well, hmm, that might actually be working with this yeah. little bit I'm doing. Maybe if I scaled it up a little bit, yeah, I could get more business. So on that... <laughs> Because this is this is the important loan that I've made this this week, and this is critical. So, if you're not listening, so you hit, put your earphones in and listen to what I have to say. <laughs> what I've thought about since 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 this happened earlier in the week, I've now gone back and said, right, what topic should I be talking about that talks to my my ideal client and not talk to the market? I'll give you clarif- clarification on that because I yeah, think this is really helpful. So, 
I could write endlessly about SEO work, right? Or I could write endlessly about email, right? Because those are the two channels that I have done the most in and that I'm most comfortable talking about. But if my, you know, if people in the industry want to like that kind of content, but my idle client doesn't care about that content, I'm then just developing a because following that isn't actually yeah. exactly, exactly right. <laughs> Whereas that's why it was controversial the other day with this is how your agency going to rip you off, purely because I know that's talking to my idle client in a language and in a way that is hopefully will resonate with them over an issue that they feel is important to them. They don't care. They, they don't care about hate flag tags, right? They don't care about internal links. They don't care about where your CCA should be in the email. They don't care about you know three hacks to write a better social post, they, right? Yeah. They care, you know, how you're going to solve their problem, right? How they're how know, what their the pain problem. point is, and, and yeah, and exactly. Like, oh, maybe he can solve my problem exactly. for me. Exactly. And I mean, so that's that, a huge. That's what, that's, Sorry. That, that, no, sorry, sorry. And so that, that's why I'm twisting my, my content plan towards is right, where can I actually have some some influence over what people that I want to be attracted to, to what we're doing are and what can I kind of leave or do less of that is more interest-based stuff that I want to kind of talk about that actually just gets me props from people that aren't ever going to refer me a single piece of business. Yeah. And I think you probably learn some of this. Now, with marketing, sometimes uh, things bleed into other things. Like, there's a lot of things that you do in the SEO world. Yeah. That could be very similar to what you do on social. You're still, just like you're creating content on your websites for your ideal client to, you know, that solves problems that, you know, you go to Google and see what people are searching. You know, for, you know what they need help with. You start yeah. typing, you'll, you know, I need help with, and it fills in all the things people are searching. Uh, those type of things where, and it's the kind of the same way on social media, when you're trying to develop, con- like we try to do a huge variety of content, uh, not a huge variety, but we we actually throw in inspiring content just because that's something yeah. we, we care about. We want to inspire yeah. people. Yeah. And we st- if, you, if you follow our stuff every Monday, you get some inspiring thing for the week. And that's just part of our brand. That's it's, yeah. it's less about. In the, so I think there's there's can be some balance there. It's like absolutely, uh, absolutely. Some stuff that's more broad, but at the same time, but then once in a while, this you know, um, you, throwing you, in something that's you really probably have your and, like, you probably have your three or four main topics that you keep coming back to. And you keep expounding upon those four three or four topics, and that you have a laundry list of things that you can talk about within those four. But you're kind of making this not the same point, but you're trying to you're you're trying to expand the virtue of those four topics that you want to talk about, and you want to be known for, and you want people to associate with you. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and and that's what you're doing. You're kind of imprinting on people's brains. Indeed. Indeed. Like what yeah. they do. Yeah. So the next the next time they need something, or you're, or they want to refer somebody to you, they're yeah. thinking. Oh, yeah. I know a guy that does that. Yeah. Yeah. Or gal. And the the the, the person I learned that from. Ray Kroc. Right, Ray McDonald's. Kroc. Yeah. Because whenever you think of McDonald's, you always think fast, clean, cheap, and everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And those four four values, those four values are eternal no matter where you get to McDonald's in the world. And they're, they're, they're not 
they're they're not surreptitious, even though they appear to be surreptitious. They're well it thought out, well imagined principles that they're applying consistently across all their stores in a way that makes it look like it just kind of happens, but it doesn't. It's all yeah. intentional. And that's something too that you know you you want this kind of unified messaging across yeah. all your yeah. stuff. And this could again where SEO and like we look at you know we have a, a grand strategy around all our different properties, you know, our websites, yeah. whether the podcast site and the, our, we got a plug-in site, we got the our agency site, we have Matt's blog, all that all that messaging, all of it ties in together. Yeah. And we talk about specific things for a reason. And there's just this thread through everything we do. Yeah. And and so even un, you know, subconsciously people are gonna understand this is kind of Matt's kind of wheelhouse. Yeah. This is kind of yeah. AJ's wheelhouse. Yeah. This is what he does. Yeah. And uh and then yeah, I mean that, that's really, really important. I, I think um and again, you don't have to start out by you could just you could just post three times a week. Yeah. At least. <laughs> yep. And, and it is it is challenging though because so you have to it takes time everything takes time I would love to like my goal this year is to do a lot more content is to you know uh, scale up what we're doing yeah but I have to be conscious of my own time I'm running an agency I got a lot of other things going um, and and that's it's challenging but you got to figure out what works for you and grow into it I think um, you know I'm sure. After this conversation, uh, JJ is going to get away from go away from here. He's going to be thinking, "Okay, well, so how can I increase that to four a week, five, one, one a day? You could do one a day. Yeah, I want to. I want to see something from AJ every day. That's that's what we're gonna, gonna <laughs> that's encourage. Really so, but just, yeah. just on just on that, because because this is another really important thing. Um, I don't know what I said. So. This will make sense in a second. Just stick with me. So, a client of mine, a client of mine currently, last year we went through I think five different project management tools. We went through Monday. We went through Asana, um, ClickUp, some other, some other thing, and then we landed on Trello. And in November, I was like, just looking at how confused I was into storing things in one central place. And so I'm now using Trello. I got a Trello board, literally for all my previous social posts. That I think that's great. That's a great post because I can reuse it. Because no one's right. remembering three months time that I posted about this, but my ICP will probably still be struggling with that problem. And so I'm so building you... up this library of content. Yes, yes, that's and be... what you do, AJ. That's what you do, and, and and because I can access Trello from anywhere, like on my phone, on my laptop, on yeah. my PC, right? Yeah, regardless of where you're putting it, so whether you use Dropbox or you use, you know, a combination of things. So so one of the things that we have have done, like we've been doing our social media for three years, we got a huge library of like past graphics and things we've used. But here's the thing. So a lot of that stuff, and you'll see, it doesn't matter who you're following, even Gary Vee, you'll see the same message or same thing said a little bit differently or with a little different graphic or a little different video. But he's revisiting the same themes all the time you don't once you build up in the beginning it takes time hmm. you feel whether you're going to fill up your trello board or whatever you're filling up but then you can go back and and 
take a, even a graphic and just take that same wording or whatever and yeah. just put it in a new graph, something fresh and new, maybe a little yeah. bit of a different spin on it. Yeah. Um, and yes, and that saves time, and that's 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 a beautiful thing. Um, the, but so the, the 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 other benefit of using Trello is that so I, I can be sat sat in the car waiting at a stoplight, right? And I can have that that two second idea where I think, oh, that'd be a great idea. And rather than writing down a piece of paper, writing it as an email, I can just load Trello and write it in, and yeah. it saved it forever. Yeah, yeah. I, and so I, I I keep doing that. I keep doing that when I'm on the bus, on the train, whatever. Right. Yeah, I always have a brainstorm. Uh, yeah, yeah. For uh, uh, board somewhere. Yeah. Um, and um, so yeah, those random ideas, or if you're walking the dog or something, if you got a dog. Of course, of course, yeah. And yeah, yeah. you suddenly have this random idea. There's so many times where I, yeah. I will stop, especially if it's, you know, sometimes I, you really some sparks. Like I got to remember this because I know yeah, I'm not yeah, going yeah. to if I don't write it down right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have a place to go. You just open yeah. up and put it in there, or even yeah. record. You know, record yeah. something. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a good tip. That's a really really good tip and. And it's also you know, like with all that, all this library stuff, you also, if you could, the next step there is is to note how well different mes- different things do. Yeah. And yeah. so tracking the metrics and, and that's a little challenging on social media, uh, but and there's tools that can help. But that's even just noting this did, maybe you have different columns. This is a good count. This did really well. Yeah, Let's yeah, move yeah, that yeah. to this column yeah. and use that again someday. Yeah. Um, and then you find those things that resonate with you, like what you care about and, and what your audience seems to connect with and how, because everything's, everything's different or every person's different. You want that to also like reflect your personality, who you are, what, you, what your values are. You know, I'm talking about hiking more cause that's kind of a, a new hobby of mine. To, you know, I've, I've noticed that on, on Instagram. Yeah. So I'm trying to do a little bit more on Instagram and, but that's something now that's very personal. That's something and I turn those in, into some kind of message, you know, and, yeah. and uh, we're going to be using more uh, personalized um, uh, images this year. Amazing. And, and uh, it's, well, my VA is forcing me to, she, she knows it does well. Those things do well, like the more personal we yeah. get. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. If I have to, I guess you're going to be seeing more of Matt's face. I'm sorry. I apologize yeah. on this podcast that you're going to have to see more of me. Uh, but it's, you know, it's what we do. It's my, it's my I, I blame it on my marketing department. They're, they're forcing me to do these things. Anyway. <laughs> so this is, this is great. This is where we landed. We had an awesome conversation about Indeed. getting, you know, something minimal viable out, whether it's the website and then the marketing yeah. and stuff. And we talk a little bit about, uh, Social media and that we want to get them networking more. We're kind of run out of time. Maybe that's number six or six, seven. Yeah, seven. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we. But I. I love the. I loved hearing that you were you you are having some success with social media because I, I don't think it's Thank obvious you. that there, it is possible to have success if you have. It takes time though, just like SEO takes time. It takes yeah. time, showing up every day doing your thing, but it was great. I, hopefully this uh, episode was inspiring to somebody. Do you have any last words, anything else you want I, to share? I, I, I have one last little phrase for you. So I, I said this to the sales coach last year and it never occurred to me that other people don't think like this. And so it, I think 
it's a four-letter word, so I, I can apologise for swearing in advance. I always think with these things, fuck it, just do it, right? Sorry, I can't think of another way of, of putting wait, wait, it. Wait, I don't know if I've ever sworn on this podcast. <laughs> fuck it, just Let's do, do it. it. Just do it, yeah. So, like, and what I mean by that, so you may have all these internal doubts about posting on, like, say, Facebook or posting on Instagram or whatever, but fuck it, just do it. Because at the end of the day, nobody's going to remember. Nobody's really going to care, right? But screw it, let's do it, actually they get you into the habit of doing it, which then builds momentum, which you build momentum, then you can actually start to get somewhere. And that's what we've been talking about, right? That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, action is everything. You can yeah. think about a lot of things. Oh my goodness, yeah, All yeah, this yeah. stuff, and have a huge brainstorming, brainstorm board full yeah. of stuff. But eventually, yeah. you gotta pick something. You gotta just, like I said, show up every something. day, do something, yep. do yeah. something. I always, I actually have a story I, I, back 20 years ago, because I go back a ways. Uh, I was in this forum called the Warrior Forum back then. I was an internet yeah. marketing dude. We, we, uh, we, we, we discussed that forum in the past. Yeah, in the past. And, and, <laughs> and, and there was, there was, yeah, there, that was an interesting place. It was, it was fun. Wild, wild west days. Um, yeah. But there was a, a conversation that was part of a, a real quick, a, f- a forum conversation, a, f- a thread. And uh, we were talking about uh, kind of a similar thing. Just do it. Let's just yeah. take action. And yeah. I went out and I, for whatever reason, I went out to uh, Namecheap or wherever, GoDaddy to get it, you know, see if there was a domain. And uh, it, it, in this context, it was more just launch it. So I got, I picked up justlaunchit.com. I'm like, right. this is a great message. So yeah. I never did anything with it. I actually eventually right. let okay. the domain okay. expire. But I was inspired yeah, that day. You should, you, you should buy it again cheap before, before it goes up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I should have. I should have bought it uh, or kept it. Uh, I actually yeah. bought. Okay, that's another story. I'll, anyway, yeah, right, uh, right, right, right. But, number ten. <laughs> so, but it's a beautiful message to land on, though. I appreciate. Yeah. Would you just? Say, would you say? Use the f word again. So I just said, "Fuck it, just do it." Fuck it. Just do it. That could be yeah. the name. Should we put that, that in the title? Could, that could be, you can use it in the title. I'm not sure what my mother would approve, but we'll... we'll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was awesome as always, AJ. Before we leave, if, if anybody needs to get in touch with you or they want to learn more about what you do, or they want to, you know, uh, talk with you or, you know, where, where can they find you on the web? So they can go to audaciouscommerce.com. And that's that's my agency. They can reach me on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, you'll, you'll put in the show notes. They can reach me on my personal Instagram. Come talk to me. Come say you know what what you learned from what what we talked about. Always happy to help. Always happy to talk to people. So yeah, just awesome. Come hit me up. Thank you, AJ. Until next time. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, please subscribe if you haven't already and give us a thumbs up if we deserve it. If you want to comment on this episode's page, provide me with requests on topics for future episodes, or inquire about being a guest, please find your way to thebuilders.fm. You can contact me there or add a comment under these show notes. Now a word from our sponsor, my agency, Unified Web Design. We build custom websites, features, we maintain websites, we work with agencies to fulfill their web design and development needs, and more. If you are interested in our services or are looking for an agency to work with as a partner to build awesome sites for your clients, 
feel free to reach out to me at unifiedwebdesign.com. There's a handy contact me link at the top. Fill out that form and it will open a ticket and that ticket will find its way to me. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.